So, on next on the Irish NFL show, we always pride ourselves on trying to provide every different angle connected with the NFL and how it's all put together, whether it's about the TV contracts, whether it's about officiating with Dean Blandino, or whether it's the various guests that we have on during the year. So, one aspect that intrigued us is when you think about the proliferation of gambling markets and especially in-play markets with the NFL, with the continued deregulation of the gambling in the US, how exactly does all that work? And funnily enough, we came across with our friends in PointsBet that a lot of the technology around this is actually based in Ireland and the opportunities around getting involved on that side of the face uh, fence are based in Ireland as well. So we're joined now by the head of U.S. trading, Kevin Lawler from PointsBet, to give us a bit more insight into this world. Kevin, you're very welcome to join the show. Good to see you. Thanks very much. Really nice to be on, guys, and I appreciate the opportunity. Looking forward to, to having the, the conversation. So, Kevin, look, usually when we have guests on, we ask them what's their Irish connections, kind of a little bit obvious in your case, to be fair, but also about what's their journey in the NFL. And in fact, for you as well, what's your journey in working with PointsBet and how they operate in terms of dealing with the NFL and that partner, the house? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll give a brief kind of background first. Um, I've been in, in the betting industry since 2013, so, you know, getting on close to 10 years now. Um Obviously, in Ireland, you know, Paddy Power would historically have been a pretty big uh, employer in, in the industry. Um, that's, where exact, that's exactly where I started out as well, um, initially in tennis, uh, making markets for tennis and trading live tennis. Um, I then moved on to another company called Poker Stars, also in the betting industry in Ireland. I was working there in product. Um, and from there, I moved to PointsBet uh, a little over a year ago. Um, that was, uh, I guess, the opportunity came around in, in the US once passport was appealed, which is... Um, basically how legalized gambling opened up in certain states within the US. Um, so, you know, people familiar with betting on, on the, uh, you know, in terms of listenership, uh, you know, will be aware that certain states are open for, for betting. Others are going to open up in the, you know, mid to near future. And, and then some of them have decided that they don't want to open. So, um, yeah, points bet started out in Australia and then, uh, you know, moved once passports appealed, they opened an office in New Jersey, started off bit by bit, state by state. And now, you know, we're one of the, I won't say the bigger players because obviously FanDuel and DraftKings are the two, you know, big fish in the in the US sports betting market. But we're uh, we're definitely, you know, in, in the couple of, of books after those two, um, Caesars, MGM, and, and you know, PointsBet is right there. So we're in eleven states now and plenty more to come. Um, I am the yeah US head of trading, so I'm I'm actually working remotely from Ireland and have been for the past year. But my family and myself are moving to Denver uh, in the next month, so we're moving to uh, to Broncos country. Uh, looking forward to getting out there, swapping um, swapping one NFL stronghold in Carlo for another NFL stronghold in, uh, in Denver. Uh, you couldn't ask to be going to a better part of the world than, than Colorado. I, I dream of, of winning the uh, Euro Millions and being able to to buy a house and go hiking in, in Boulder. So and it's Broncos country. So you'll you'll be uh, you'll, you'll be sorted, Kevin. You've given us a little bit about, I suppose, your own kind of story there and, and how you got involved. But like PointsBet have their own Irish story. And, you know, obviously at the moment it doesn't operate as a licensed betting operator in Europe. So can you talk to us, I suppose, a little bit about the the, the business in, in Ireland and, and what's involved for, for our viewers so that they can get a sense of that? 
Yeah, sure thing. Um, so I think I lived in the last answer, but points about was an Australian company, still is, you know, uh, partly an Australian company um, who then expanded into the US market when the opportunity arose there. Um, like from, from an Irish perspective, the link is uh, through a company called Bannock uh, Technology. Bannock are essentially, a, you know, proprietary sports modeling uh, business. Uh, there were, you know, the founders came from Paddy Power backgrounds, so there would have been sports modelers, um, you know, quants. Uh, some really smart people from from Paddy Power back in the day, and then they formed Bannock. They went ahead and built uh, soccer models. They built tennis models. They built NFL models. Um, and through that, then they got acquired by uh, PointsBet. Coming up on two years, probably at this stage, uh, maybe maybe even a little bit more than two years at this stage. Um, so yeah, they're they're essentially like the the in-house uh, modeling department and a modeling team of points bet now um and, and that's like the irish link and then uh, i guess moving on from that um there was an irish points bet office established and it's in the the eight building in the liberties um and that's a you know gorgeous modern new office that, that the team there have moved into uh just a couple of months ago we had the the us ceo over and the the global ceo over so they were you know glad to see um see the setup and get a feel for what it's like um Really, really cool office, really modern, uh, really kind of young, kind of, I guess, uh, funky kind of workforce. Um, it's it's a, It's got a nice startup feel, like if you know what I mean. It, it's not uh, necessarily a startup anymore, but it still almost feels like that to an extent. Um, so, so that's the background there. And in terms of like the different the different roles and, and, and people who work within um, the points bed office in in the Liberties and in the points bed Europe office, um, like it would be there's a trading team in there. Um, there's a quant theme in there, so that like the majority of quants within within uh, points better based in Ireland. So the, the modelers and stuff who will build the NFL model and the NBA model and so on, they're all in, in Dublin. Um, you know, really smart uh, kind of mathematical backgrounds. Uh, you've also got devs, product people, um, loads of different teams and, and departments there. So that's the link with Ireland. And um, the main offices are in um, Denver, Colorado, is the US HQ, and then the Aussie HQ is in Melbourne. So they're basically the three. Uh, main offices and there's another one in you know Toronto and other places like that. Kevin, as the I suppose as the sport, the NFL has grown over the years, as has the popularity in terms of people betting on the game. And I think one of the most appealing markets for everybody is the in-play markets and the rapidness of the change within the game. Uh, how do you structure that in terms of you know making the odds and understanding what's the technology behind that? Like if you think back to games last season, for example, there was a playoff game where. The Chiefs played the Bills, and there was four game changes changes in the pa- in the last two minutes of the game in terms of the score changing. How how quickly do you, can you adapt to that situation? Yeah, that's that's the interesting part. Um, so historically, and and I guess like looking at others, a lot of sports books, um, a lot of uh, sports books would have third party feeds, so it'd be an external uh, company, you know, sending you um, your NFL lines and your NBA lines and your soccer lines, and they'd basically be the ones who build the model there, so they'll control everything for you. Um, and points better would have been doing that at the, at the very beginning, but since the Bannock acquisition, we now have all of that in house. Um, so basically, we have our own NFL model in house that was, you know, built by by the team within PointsBet and is run and managed by the team within PointsBet. So that means that we have far more kind of flexibility and capacity to, to build our own markets. If uh, some of the NFL traders within the team can, you know, they dream up a new market that they think clients would be interested in, it's literally a meeting with quants and, and product teams and sit down and, and trash it out and try to get that built and launched. So that's really like exciting and a really good opportunity for uh, for points bet, I guess, across across all sports, um, particularly NFL. And not just that, but like for our, our clients as well, they get the benefit of, of that at the other end. 
Um, I suppose like the, the biggest difference or the biggest change um, in, in betting and probably particularly NFL, but like other sports as well in the US, um, like historically it would have been, you know, you'd have your money line bet or your spread bet and you'd sit down and watch the game for three or four hours and then it'd settle after three or four hours and that's it. Whereas now it's very much like, you know, you'll have a dopamine hit, you'll have your bet, you'll have it settle within 30 seconds and you go again and it's huge and exciting and you're you're kind of always involved from start to finish. So if you've had your money line bet and your team goes 14 points down in the first quarter, you you know, you can lose a bit of interest. Um, it's not as exciting, it's not as interesting. Whereas, uh, you know, betting things like player props live in play or betting lightning markets, as we call them, flash markets, as they're probably known in, in Ireland and the UK, um, like, you know, what's going to happen in the next play and what's going to happen in the current drive, like literally betting down to that level of granularity. Um, that's really interesting for clients. Um, and, you know, that's something that they that they really enjoy and that we're trying to push a points bet. Kevin, Kevin, just taking that a step further, though, because, you know, the, the market can move so quickly, but also, I mean, I'm just fascinated how many variables come into the mix on this. When I, you know, think about certain coaches, like we were now with Riverboat Ron kind of going for it on fourth down and some of the younger breed kind of use in analytics to make more determinations as to when they should go for it or when they should go for two. And sometimes coaches might use suboptimal strategies or just unusual ones like, I remember Bill Belichick taking an intentional safety against Denver actually a number of years ago that ultimately led to a win. I'm sure Colin remembers that one as well. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, how do you keep track or how does the technology keep track of just all those different variables and aspects that go into it? Again, thinking like in overtime, somebody deciding to take the wind, for example, really quickly, um, which changes it you know, significantly. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting question. Um, like, I guess, like at a, at a very broad level, NFL as a sport is more difficult to model than, say, soccer or tennis. Where you know, if you if you give away a ball in the first, you know, um, in the first half of the soccer game, it's not going to impact the match result price at all. If you give away, if you fumble a pass, or or if something goes wrong in NFL and you're you know within ten yards of the opponent's line, or you're within you know the last three minutes of the fourth quarter, it can have a huge impact in the game, and you know it can change you know a team's probability of winning from nine percent to five percent based on one fumble or one intercept or one play that's gone wrong, um, and that's kind of you know where the difficulty is in, in modeling it in NFL, but. Um, you know, we're very confident, very happy with the, the product that we've got at PointsBet, um, you know, compliments of the in-house model. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's something that I think we've kind of done pretty well um, in-house. And, like, we, ha we have a, you know, a really good suite of markets that, that, that clients can kind of, uh, you know, interact with and get the benefit of from start to finish in the game. In, in terms of the question, like, how we deal with these situations and scenarios, how coaches, you know, deal with things differently, um, you know, a lot of that will be built into the model in terms of like there's a ton of data um, that we would have access to, uh, you know, sports modelers and, and quants would have access to uh, when building the model. So like there's literally years of data that can you can go back and look at every single play, what coaches like to do in certain scenarios, what other coaches will do. Um, you know, if, if a coach doesn't have a, a kind of set structure for how, for how they'll set up a play, um, you know, that that will be known by the model as well. And then. On top of all of that stuff, we'll have uh, literally like expert traders trading every game too. So sometimes we'll have traders just looking after a set of games and other times we'll have traders, you know, for higher profile games, like literally they'll be sitting, they'll be interacting with the model, they'll be moving prices themselves, they'll be looking at what's going on on the 
on the on the field of play and, and making changes based on that. And I, you know, they will have that expert knowledge as well, whereby they might know what, what a coach is going to do. And if they feel that the model hasn't adjusted or reacted accordingly, that they can make further changes. So that that's another benefit. And like I, I would say that if, if you want to offer a really complete kind of NFL offering or, or product to clients that if you can have a, a you know a bunch of traders who are really into their NFL and know exactly what's going on and have a, a kind of instinctive feeling for what the price should be, that goes a hell of a long way. Kevin, Mark, Mark touched on earlier, I suppose, the deregulation in the States across a number of states across the country. And I suppose the evolution of betting has changed considerably in the States over the past three to four years. Are you finding the trends in terms of how the customers behave um, evolving over the years? You know, originally it would have been place a bet in the game, place a bet potential on total points, but as you touched on with so many aspects available to the customer now, are you finding it as the trend is changing? Yeah, the, the trend is definitely changing. I would say NFL fans, based on my, or NFL betters, based on my kind of experience in the US since I joined, is that they are slower to transition from pre-match to in-play than some of the other sports um, that, that we're betting on in the US. Um, but, but it's happening. Um, kind of at points bet, we feel like, you know, within a year or two years from now that, you know, 75% of our handle is going to come in play. Um, because that's where kind of the future of betting is. Uh, and from our perspective, that's the area that we're focusing on the most. Um, you know, clients are clients clients will always put their bets down pre-game, but it's it's sitting down to enjoy the game and watching it with the app open and having a bet on the next player, the next, you know, the, the current drive or what's going to happen there. Um, we, we'll always have the, you know, the spread money line in total and, and they'll always be the core markets that will do the vast majority of handle. Um, but outside of that, like we're we're trying to, you know, grow betting on, on all of the other um, the other propositions that we've got, we do in-play prop markets. Um, so like your passing yards, receiving yards, receptions, touchdown passes, all of that kind of stuff. And that's active for the entire game. Um, and then we do, we have the same game parlay product as well, where you can go in and build your own bet within the, within the game. Um, and we'll also keep all of the futures markets open. So if something happens in a, you know, Ravens game or whatever, and, and a, you know, um, Lamar makes a great play and someone wants to go in and bet him in real time for the MVP um, or just gets a hunch and like to have a bet on the MVP during the game. Um, you know, you can do that at points bet as well. We'll also keep the divisions open during a Sunday night slate. Uh, we'll keep the conferences in the Super Bowl open during a, a Sunday night slate. So, um, yeah, you know, there's a couple of things we're, we're trying to do. And um, I guess like the key thing from my perspective um, is to try and have, you know, pricing is important. Um, and, you know, I think anyone who's into betting and particularly any of your viewership in uh, in the US will be able to kind of attest to this if they go and look at you know week one's uh, money line spread and total prices at points bet and compare that to the industry you know they'll see the the kind of um, you know the, the, the preferential or the better pricing that they'll get but on top of that like we're really putting a strong emphasis on uptime and like I said because we're trying to transition more towards in play uptime becomes hugely important and uptime is basically the amount of time um, you, you know throughout the game while it's in play that the markets are available to bet on like you know, if, if I don't know, I don't know if you guys are you know familiar with betting or, or do a lot of betting yourselves. But if you go to have an in-play bet during the game and all the markets are suspended, there's really nothing more frustrating. Like it's at that exact moment that you want to have your bet when like things are getting really interesting and a team is you know um, on the on the you know one yard from the line at the end line or whatever. Um, so so we've really made a, a conscious effort to uh, to improve our uptime. And, and last year we got spread money line in total to you know. A, above 96 97 percent uptime which is you know really really good and we're trying to improve on that again this year um and then secondary to that just trying to get touchdown scores and player you know uh, to a really high uptime level as well in comparison to all of our uh, 
competitors. So just, you know, acknowledging that that's the way trend, the, the betting patterns are trending for clients and then, you know, trying to give them that best experience now that we know that. And Kevin, as uh, I suppose, big, big week, obviously, in the NFL, it's uh, kickoff week. And as we're recording this, we have a, a show actually going out, a recorded show about our picks for the Super Bowl and uh, everything else that might happen over the course of the season. But from a points bet perspective, um, what's the latest uh, Super Bowl outright betting? And, and have you seen, has have things shifted uh, since since February, since we saw the Rams lift the trophy? Do you mind repeating that question? Sorry, I lost the I lost the connection. Uh, no problem. I was just I was asking in terms of the uh, betting the uh, for the the Super Bowl uh, in terms of the outright betting for the Super Bowl at the moment with with points bet um, where where it stands. I apologies. Cheers for that. I got you there. Um, yeah. So the, like similar to the rest of the industry, the bills are favoured with us. Um, they're around the six to one mark and then like a little further down there's a it's kind of a load of teams all coming together uh in around like 10 to 1 12 to 1 mark um chiefs books packers you know uh all, all the usual suspects that you would expect to be up there um from from my perspective moving over to denver and not actually having a, an nfl team yet to support uh that's where i'm going to get in away and behind the, the broncos and they're in around the 20 to 1 mark um not sure if if you know they can win, or you know, I, they can certainly win. But not sure if I, I'd be, uh, you know, betting that more as a, more as a fan for something to ride out for the year than actually expecting a return on it. But uh, yeah, they're, they're in an interesting enough position with you know their new quarterback, uh, and it's it's an exciting time to be going there from a, from a sports perspective. Um, in terms of like what 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 teams are, are uh, you know market moves we've seen from the off season or from uh, you know when the lines initially went up. Following last year's Super Bowl, we would have been live with our outrights since last year's Super Bowl. Um, the probably the two teams with the biggest, uh, you know, difference in price between then and now are the Eagles and and the, the Chargers. So the Eagles, like their quarterback, just Justin Herbert, and you know, he's kind of, I guess, most of the books kind of rate him pretty highly as you know the best, if not one of the best, certainly uh, quarterbacks in the game. So th- there's been a lot of money for them, and their prices changed and, and reduced the whole way through. Um, and then the Eagles have kind of just revamped, uh, or the Chargers have kind of just revamped their team a little bit through the off season, and, and they they definitely have a lot of potential, and that's another team. So just in terms of weight and money, they're probably the two that we're looking at from uh, points bet side, and, and maybe one that clients might like to have a bet on um, if they haven't had their money down already. Um, but that that's certainly yeah for, from our side probably the most interesting thing for for the Super Bowl. And and Kevin, if someone wanted to, you know, put a fiver on the the New York Giants, for example, at least they're guaranteed to lose a fiver. So that's uh, another <laughs> thing they could explore. Yeah, doing. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I guess like if, if people are, you know, if if you are kind of wondering, what, you know, are there any not not tips, but stuff that some of the the, the guys like within the team, some of the NFL traders. Um, there's a couple of the guys who are quite keen on Lamar for MVP, and and also like Lamar in the offensive player of the year market. I'm not sure what, what your what your thoughts are on that. Um, as obviously huge NFL guys, um, and then outside of that, we like Rashan Gary in the defensive player of the year and Baker Mayfield in comeback player of the year. So, um, if if anyone does uh, like a like a punt, maybe those are some selections that might take your fancy. Jesus, Kevin, we wish we talked to you before we'd done all our predictions on offensive player <laughs> and defensive player as well. But we, um, we did a whole prediction show on that, which is going out. So. That's uh, 
That's, yes. uh, we'll see how all that pans out ultimately. But look, Kevin, I kind of mentioned at the start of uh, that, you know, points bet aren't licensed in Europe. We're going to be talking to you and some members of the team during the year, but this is a partnership that's not about betting per se or encouraging people to sign up. But in fact, it is interesting and exciting because as you alluded to, you've got all these great engineering roles, you've got trader roles, for example, but you've got this technology-based roles in the Liberties in Dublin um, that are open maybe for people with a particular interest in US sports or with that technology background that are interested in opportunities with you. So where would they go to to find out more or uh, explore some of the things uh, that you talked about here in terms of the, the interesting roles and opportunities you've got coming up there? Yeah, sure. Um, you can certainly find us on LinkedIn. If you, if you search PointsBet, you'll find us. And if you you're, you know search uh, Dublin PointsBet, you'll find the Dublin office. Um, there's a mailing address as well, Dublin at PointsBet.com. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll get someone there who'll apply um, you know, pretty quickly on there. We're, you know, we're always trying to find good people, um, people who are, if you're interested in sports, if you've never considered this before and are hearing it now and it sounds, wow, that's something I'm interested in. Um, you know, I guess skills that we'd be, we'd be looking for across any of the roles would be like, you know, critical thinking and um, ideally good with, with numbers. Um, but there's, there, there are certainly dev roles, tech roles. Um, we, as, as I said, we have a trading team there. There's, a, there's an open role within trading right now. But uh, if you log on to the points got LinkedIn, there's, there's tons of, of, of open and vacant opportunities there. So um, as I say, I think I did it at the beginning of the conversation, but it like it does have a nice feel to it. It feels like a startup. It still has that kind of energy which is great and um, it, it doesn't have you know there's no kind of stuffy or, or corporate feel which is um you know re really enjoyable and the office in the liberty is a breath of fresh air as well it's a really nice place to work um and you're working with other kind of you know energetic and and people who are excited about the opportunity so um if you are interested apply the worst you can do is get offered a job and then you turn it down so uh, by all means um, you know we're always interested in hearing from good people Kevin, we appreciate it. It's a very busy week for yourself, for PointsBet. You know, we're only a couple of hours away from the opening game. We want to thank you for taking time to come on come on the show and looking forward to speaking to you and other members of PointsBet throughout the course of the next few months where we get to digest the season and understand where the money is going towards the, the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm hoping things will change dramatically on that betting front as the season progresses. But uh, again, we want to thank you for coming on and we wish you well with your move to Denver. Yeah, thanks a million, lads. Appreciate the opportunity and good luck at the show for the season.